Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how does your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown. If you're looking for me on Twitter, Instagram, and sometimes Snapchat. Still. I don't believe you're still sometimes on Snapchat. Still. Like the, the creeper in the alley on Snapchat. <laughs> trying to lure bushes. people down there with candy. <laughs> I am Spike Lou on your IG and Twitch streets. Holla at your boy. How you holding up out there? And I went to the movies for the first time. And you could the- wait to get back in the movie. Uh, they've been open for a couple of weeks now, sir. Now, so, now you've been to six movies? No, I went to one. Over a couple of weeks, three a week. Saw Tenet. Mm, it was, was cool. It was mm. just cool. It's probably the most confusing movie I've ever seen. Uh, I had to watch four confusing, like, like, uh, uh, confusing, like if you walked out of that DiCaprio movie, like Inception, Inception? yeah, it was more confusing than that. I don't believe that. Yeah. Tough. It was more confusing than that. Memento. uh, It's more confusing than, um, your movie with Tom Cruise. Nothing more confusing. That's the most confusing movie on earth. It's more confusing than Vanilla Sky. Which was it's a fire movie, but it's more confusing than that. Trash bag gang. It's more confusing than Vanilla Sky. That's a facts. Ah, it's not yes. even worth saying there. But if if you see that and you walk out and can explain thoroughly what just happened, you're a fucking gene. You need like a Nobel Peace Prize or something. You need some type of reward. You a bad motherfucker. I had to watch four YouTube videos to be like, oh, okay, bruh. You're a fucking genius if you can get that in one viewing. Anybody can do that. You're a bad motherfucker. That's funny. I'm gonna check. Would you recommend people still going to see it though? Uh, you at the crib? I just wait till that shit come out on Netflix or something. It should be streaming in like two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the crib, watch it then. Maybe on Fire Stick. I'm slow motion, Billy Ocean, man. I was excited. Football came back around. Cowboys in the back back there. You see us. It's a great football weekend, man. So um, shout out to that. Did you get to watch your games and shit? Man, I'm finna go ahead and shell out this little 300 for that that damn uh, TV Sunday ticket, man. Fuck it. I did my little week trial, and that shit was gravy. What it had, like, just the different people on there and shit? I mean, like, the different games you could get and shit? Yeah, you just jump from game to game. Whichever game you want to go to, I'm, ju- I'm jumping from them and shit. This shit was fire. I can't go back to regular, regular local games and shit. Like, what kind of shit is that? Yeah, once you get, like, red zone or anything beyond your local games, it's over as far as, like, we're just doing that on Sundays. It's like Especially getting in a rental car and then going Falcons back to games, like, the boringest games in the NFL. Trash. No cap, no cap at all. Um, what we got up for this week, man? What are the quick hits? I mean, we got some good rap shit to go on. Um, we've got some biggie items up for auction. We've got a brand new Dreamville super group that we're going to talk about. And we are reviewing the latest release from Conway, Griselda Artist's own uh, from a bloop, king bloop, to bloop. a god. But first, yo boy, mm-hmm. T.I., Mm-hmm. Uh, gets caught up in a cryptocurrency fraud case. Uh, the mm-hmm. Securities and Exchange Commission came after the ATL rapper after it was determined a cryptocurrency that he was involved in was unregistered and fraudulent. If anybody didn't know, selling fake crypto is against the law. Big deal, little deal, or no deal for TI? It's no deal at all. Sell it out of court, $75,000. Didn't, uh, didn't admit to any guilt. Just 
the as far as from a legal standpoint, no deal at all. I do think that T.I. is his business dealing seemed to be falling a little funny, like with the restaurant and with this. And, you know, I just I think he need to consider who he's doing business with this right here. The guy who was behind it, I can't think of his name when well, I don't have it on file here, uh, but he bought the Lambos and what he did with his cryptocurrency was once he found out that, you know, nobody was buying it, he doubled down and tried to get people to buy another one to fund the one that nobody did buy yep. all in turn pocketing all the money. Uh, I'm not sure how much of the plan that TI was privy to, uh, but people start talking the fist and SEC started coming around and TI, you know, pleaded out of court for 75 grand, which I feel like was a good deal. Yeah. It's a little deal. Uh, like you said, he settled, paid the fine. 75K is relatively light, depending on what he made off of it. <laughs> oh, number one, none of those numbers were released. I did have one question, though, because I, I was talking to my guy, shout out to my guy Bird about this. I wonder if T.I. knew that this was Fugazi, but the crypto laws just ain't really that strict right now because there's still a lot of figuring out how to really regulate that shit. And so he figured that he could roll the dice. And if something was to go left, it would be something like, like a fine. I wonder, and, and plus he was a little removed from it because the guy had reached out to him. And so he was more, him and a couple of other people were caught up in it. So maybe he was like, I'll take this little risk right here, even though this crypto shit sound like a shuck. I think he might have had an inkling that it was some bullshit, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna be real, dog. Like, he, doing uh, shit. he got his hands in a lot of pots. He might have just been like, right, if it go left, then fuck it. You know, we'll pay a fine. Ain't nobody, ain't no crypto shit on the, on the books right now. I don't know if he had enough time to pay that much attention to it. Like, <laughs> if, if, again, like you said, if somebody, it, probably a conversation in passing sounded real good. Hey, tell your people to call my people. My people just didn't vet it thoroughly enough once y'all had that conversation and invest some money that, you know, that I knew something about and vaguely knew the details. Even if he did, I think he was enough people removed where he could go in there and deny it all and be like, oh, 75 grand for what I made or for what I knew was going down. And that's all y'all yeah, take it here. Hey, have a blast. It's light work. Don't call me anymore. Absolutely. So I think I don't really know that T.I would be invested enough in that as, as you know, cryptocurrency or whatever that you had to do, but he was promoting it on his page too. That's what I'm so, saying. I don't know. I think it was a, probably a conversation that, that was sounded a little bit good to be true. And he, he bit on it. They said the social media manager was really the one who kind of plugged him in with the person to begin with, which is why you saw him plugging them on the social media. But that looked terrible when you plug a shit to the public and it's Fugazi, though. That's, and that's a terrible that's look. Facts. And that's what I meant when I said um, hiring his help. It was the restaurant person. And when he got caught with those guns, it was a nigga that worked security, security. for him. Yep. That was buying the guns and just got caught up. We went to the gun shop and bought them from the feds instead of just yep. buying them legally, which T.I. instructed him to do. Uh, so I feel like this is a, probably another one of those situations. He didn't get all the details. He got the good details. And somebody probably told him, hey, we're going to make some money doing this. He's like, fucking run it. Now he didn't got caught up in some shit again, like with the guns. So I, 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 I would compare it to that situation. To be fair, though, he has made some eye business choices, though. He linked up with Killer Mike. 
And they got the, the Bankhead Seafood that's popping off some heavy. The Trap Music Museum is obviously still ringing off. I can't believe there's a line there every day. It's mind-blowing. Absolutely. Um, he's, so he's been doing he, some big shit. He does his thing. You know, like, definitely don't want to paint the picture like he a bad businessman. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's spreading his neck kind of wide. And sometimes you're going to catch some bad fish. He need to focus on that versus, man. Give, give us a versus battle, man. Leave that crypto shit alone. 50 don't want no smoke. None. Do you think they promoting this or do you think this is just them naturally being entertainers and going back and forth? Or do you think that they really building up for a versus? No, they promoting something else. T.I. and 50 collabed on a TV show. Yes, I realize that. But do you think that they're promoting a versus as well? No. You know, you don't think. No, nah, that ain't coming. <laughs> that ain't coming. I mean, it, it would be dope if it did, but I don't think it is, though. What makes you say no? I don't think 50 going to put himself out like to lose again. He already did that once with Kanye going against him with Curtis and graduation. They lost. And he looked stupid. I don't think he's going to put himself in that position again. Well, he said he expected to lose that Kanye though. In that book, remember, yeah. he was saying that he took the approach of just being a tied to Kanye West. I believe that. He, he was already he 50 cent, bro. But Kanye West was a big, this was 808s and heartbreaks. No, this was when, graduation. It was graduation. Oh, yeah, I mean, yes. this is best. Damn near his best album. Shit. We didn't know that before it Against, came out. <laughs> and it was like 50 was dead at that point. Kanye was going up, 50 was going down. So of yeah, course he attacked him. No, then <laughs> at that moment, nigga, 50 knew. It's over for me out here in these streets, nigga. Hell yeah, I'm gonna battle Kanye West. Buy that if you want to. I believe it 100 percent So next, what we have moving on in the quick hit section, little baby. Mm. 4PF himself, Mr. Fopf himself, the first artist to go double platinum during the pandemic. And via his Twitter, he announced his plans to expand the 4PF label. Question to you, the young up and coming artist or veteran in the game, do you think it would be a smart move to sign a 4PF and Lil Baby right now? First off, congrats to Lil Baby. Uh, that's a big deal. Like coming. First artist coming, the first artist to be double platinum in the year. Uh, in a slow year, shout out to him. Uh, he's still doing numbers, even in, in this fucked up situation that we in. I'm loving his growth as an artist. I'm fucking with him. Uh, I can't say that I saw this coming. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'm rocking with him heavy, though. Now, I wouldn't recommend somebody signing to another artist if they have options. Um, I got to believe, like, if you had options, you probably wouldn't be in a position to sign with Baby to begin with. Because there's pros and cons, obviously. I'd, I'd personally rather go through a label. Nobody wants to be signed under the guy that's signed under a guy. Uh, I want the least amount of hands in my pot as possible. However, salute to him for bossing up. Salute to 4PF, whoever he about to sign. I know he got 42 Doug already. Um, I'm checking out whoever else he puts out, though, man. He might have an ear for talent if he already got Doug under there. So uh, I'm checking him out. I don't know if I'd sign, but it just depends on how many options and what position that I'm in. What about you? Are you signing? I'm not signing anything, but I do think it would be a smart move for uh, up-and-coming artists to sign to Little Baby. I think the intrigue for artists or the pull for an artist to sign to another artist is you don't have to experience some of the hardships as an artist because that person in charge should get you, right? That person should know what you're going through. They should understand the process a little bit better than an executive. Right. So with that being said, and him leading the new school of rappers and kind of being... I would say like in, in a lane by himself when it comes to 
uh, credibility in the streets and, and success in music. I, I do think that he's probably one of the few that, 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 that has that credibility. And with that being said, I think that he can show some new artists or young artists that are in the same vein a way to approach music and a way to do things. So yeah, I would recommend it be a good signing. I mean, it's either him or, you know, some other artist who's not as popular. Like you just said, he's the only artist to go two times platinum in the quarantine. This connects me with QC. This connects me with other people who are going to make me successful as an artist. So I think the new wave is here. I do think that signing the people like 4PF or, or doing business with a person like Lil Baby who gives you some new school but has old school ties, as, as that would be the way to go for a new up-and-coming artist. Would you sign to 4PF or OVO? I'm not signing to OVO. Absolutely not. Like, there's a difference between signing to a nigga like Lil Baby and signing to a nigga like Drake. Drake never is going to have time to help you. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> like the most, the, I think the most that you're going to get out of that situation is you pin a couple songs, you make a couple bucks in that. Lil Baby, this is my opinion from him starting in the rap game, I don't think that he's going to be around a long time like, doing this and what i mean by doing this is like double platinum in the quarantine he's going to have more time in the next five six years to develop artists like similar to little baby like little right. baby came he he made his way he didn't get his little big ass little baby did but then he came and he put juice world out now he's an executive i think little baby could take that same role get in the game make his money then have little guys up under him here now and then he just bless you with a verse or something. But I don't think that Drake, to answer your question, the reason I wouldn't sign the OVO, I don't think that you're going to get the attention. Is this similar to uh, Joe Budden was explaining being on uh, Slaughterhouse? Or excuse me, being with Slaughterhouse on Shady Records? Like, everything is about Eminem. Because at the end of the day, that's what pays the bills and you can't be mad at it. Right. I think the same thing happens at OVO with Drake. What about you? Um, no, I would... <sighs> Yeah, I, I I would I would probably do four PF if I had to do one or the other, four mm -hmm. PF or Dreamville, Dream Chasers. Oh, Meek got more connections, so that may be a better move. <laughs> Meek got the Meek got Nation some super big boy connections. So <laughs> if you young upcoming artist, I mean, but that's a that's a that's a conversation to have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Meek doing well for himself. Me yeah, going well dream, for himself. I guess that's a that's a composition. Yeah, I think I might have to take that dream chase and chase. Maybe it'll be there in a while. Yeah. Speaking of Dreamville, uh Dreamville affiliated group Spillage Village is dropping their new project next week. Spillage Who is Spillage Village, you ask? I'm glad you asked. Um the group is comprised of JID, Earth Gang, Six Lack, who we know is black. I just like to say six lack, and Deontay Hitchcock, which will drop on Dreamville Records 925. Now Shout out to them, and that's cool and everything. Okay, blah, blah, blah. But taking the concept of mm -hmm. Spillage Village, give me a four-member group that you would want to hear a project from. I didn't even put much thought to this because there's only one four-member group that's already in tech that I want to hear a project from. TDE, Black mm. Hippie. That is it. That is the only answer here. A Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, Ab Soul, uh, J-Rock. J-Rock. Why can I remember J-Rock's name? J-Rock collab album. Eight songs, in and out. Give it to me. 
right now. That's what I'm pause. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not mad at that. Um, I'm putting together a super group here, a Southern super group. That's going to be crazy. Um, I need lyrics from a Southern perspective because all those people we just named, J.I.D., Earth Gang, Deontay Hitchcock, they can rap. All of them are very uh, highly skilled rappers. So uh, give me Big Crit, Sci-High, YBN Corday, and then I'm going to mix out with some vocals because they got six black on there. So I'm going to go West Side Boogie with, some vo- with the vocals. That gives me the Southern twang of Crit. With also like the production ear, because I know he gonna. I need somebody that can also produce. I need that '90s babies perspective with Corday, so we don't just lose the youth out here. And I need the stupid rewind factor with the bars from Sahi. And again, we're gonna balance it out with the vocals from Boogie. That's a fire group. Give me 11 tracks right now. I don't know what they'd be called, but I would take that, and it would be fire. You know what they be called? Oh, Double shit. wood. Oh my god. Or we ain't selling no records. <laughs> we do for this numbers. for fun. That's what they would be called. Spillers I mean, Village that, not that, selling no records, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But they on Dreamville, though. You don't gotta sell records to be on Dreamville. <laughs> you just gotta be creative. Uh, I mean, that's a cool concept, what you said. I wouldn't, I would love to hear like some songs from them, but I think it's hard to put a group together in hip hop nowadays. And I do think that this is what we're missing. Like we need another group. Like you do, but you don't like Griselda. I'm talking about like, like the hot boys or like Dipset or like G unit. Like you do have Griselda and they have an advantage of being the only group out there. Uh, But I just do think that there's a, a, a lane for a group to come through and smash it, sell a whole lot of records like we've seen the high boys do and, and just take advantage of that not being done in a while. Groups don't last long, though, bro. Why do you think that is? High boys had two albums, bro. They had three. <laughs> like, the, the solo career get in the they way. Had three albums. Well, the, the third one came after they broke up and shit. That shit didn't count. That was some slow, too. Yeah, Wait, that yeah. shit was throwaways. So uh, would you rather hear two established, like, well, excuse me, four established artists, or what if it was a new group like you heard the Hot Boys when you first heard? I like four established artists, man. It just had to make mm-hmm. sense. Now, you know how, you know how uh, Golden State had a super team, like it made sense. Everybody played their position. Right. I don't need two or three people that play the same position in a rap group. I need mm. variety. I need people to play their role. That's why, in my opinion, uh, what a time to be alive worked. Um, that's why the group albums, when they work, they work. That, that's why Griselda works. I feel like they play a role. Um, and in this instance, what I just laid out, I think they would all play a role. I don't, I don't need three of the same type of person. That's, that's pointless. There, there's no... There's no variety in that. Um, mm. So that, that's the problem with groups. And then plus, people, everybody want to be the man. We know that. Did the, did the collab album kill the group? Mm. I, I think that's a good conversation. Real slick. I think that may have been what, you know, like people being able to work with each other. You don't really need groups and shit anymore. What was that, 2018? And everybody want to be the collab? man, too, like you said. 2018, that's what you was. I said everybody want to be the man as well, like you said. You yeah. said 2018 was the year to collab? I one of them. I feel like it was 17, 18, where everybody and their mama was, was just yeah, like, we're going to try to do the like the album, the Chris Brown and whatever. Yeah, Absolutely. Super skip. 
Next, we have Dreamville going to Biggie. All right, so South B is a hip-hop auction site, and recently they dropped their hip-hop auction line. A couple of items that were listed on there, the crown that Biggie wore in that famous photograph with the crown tilted to the side, it's going for two to 300 k they also got some handwritten letters from Tupac that are going for about 30 to 40 grand. You tell me, if you had your choice to bid on a big hip hop item, what would it be? Um, and, and would you pay for that one? Yeah, Most shout out to South Would you pay 200,000? Shout out to South Bees. They're actually, this is, they're, they're normally a, um, you know, sports memorabilia and stuff like that, but they're now mm-hmm. kind of, expanding their wings and doing their first hip-hop auction which is cool in itself that's dope um i seen the biggie crown that's that's first of all that photo the king of new york photo was classic Um, it's an iconic iconic photo it's been put on t-shirts and posters and shit all over the world and it's a signed crown too 200 to 300 thousand is crazy if money was no object um i still wouldn't want it i'm gonna be really yeah i don't i can't do nothing with that the um, crown that Biggie wore, the man, the rap man cave. Are you serious? No, nah, I can't do nothing with it, I, bro. These, like, bro, what am I gonna do with salt and pepper leather jackets from the Push It video, bro? Like, I can't do nothing with that shit. You I can't do nothing with Tupac love letters to somebody. You don't even know who the fuck man, is to. You go to you go to a, a hobby club. You get you a display case built. You had the motherfuckers killing right there in the room. When people no. come in, they ask, like, what is that? Nigga, that's the crown that Biggie wore in the motherfucking famous photograph that's on your t-shirt. That shit that's don't killing. Matter. It doesn't move me at all. That's art. None of that moves me. Even though it is cool, it doesn't move me. My man cave is going to be lit up, and I don't need old-ass uh, Tupac letters. <laughs> lit up with Christmas lights? No. Now, this is definitely worth it to me. I, 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 I feel like, like you said, if money wasn't an object, being a hip-hop connoisseur, I do think like shit like that around the house. Like if you had a nice display for that crown, like it's the actual crown. Like, ah, oh, that's fire. Uh, the letters, not so much. I like the jackets. Uh, they would, uh, they had the MTV ring uh, that your man used to coach uh, Yo MTV Raps. They had that on there. And they were also offering private like sessions. Uh, like one of the auctions was like, you could do, uh, you could do a studio session with Rakim or some shit like that. What? Absolutely. <laughs> That's some slaw. Yes. What are you talking about? No, I don't. <laughs> what, what, what am I doing do a studio session on? with Rakim, bro? What, what are you going this? to do in a studio session with Rakim? Is this a time machine serious? where I get to go back to uh, 92 with the studio session? Or are we talking about in 2020? If it's a time machine, it's I'm interested. Two, 2020. No. Uh, Rakim no. going to the studio. Absolutely. <laughs> bro. That's fire. I'd rather be in the studio with Spillage Village, bro. Like, I can't do no, nothing. No, with... you wouldn't. I promise you. With all due respect to Rakim, I'm super straight on that. Wait, what makes you say that? Because you, the song's not going to come out? I'm not You're a Rakim fan. No, I'm just not a Rakim fan. He's, he's arguably, like, one of the best rappers Ever you wouldn't want to go see his process? No, because I'm not a like, fan. But you're you're a fan of rap, right? Like of you, course. you you're you champion the moment on the black album documentary when Jay Z was mumbling in the corner. You I'm wouldn't want to see Rakim do that? No, because I wouldn't care what he said Crazy. after the mumbles. 
That's what I'm saying. Listen, again, with all due respect, it's before my time. I need somebody in my uh, generation <laughs> that I could so be. Are you just not a memorabilia with. fan? Like, memorabilia what if it was like okay. sports? What if it was a basketball or some shit like that? That's okay. Like, I got a signed jersey. It's framed. And it's cool. It's cool. I'm not mad at it. It's super cool. Uh, Nothing moves me. Get out out of here, dude. Are you fucking serious? People pay big money for this shit. You (laughs) this nigga talking about? Ah, what? What? So, is what about the experience? So, what if you had exclusive access to a practice of your favorite NBA player? That's that's fire. That's That's fire. fire. Yes. Did the experience of something like that? I'm here for. I'm not the Bro, don't give me a rapper who I don't listen to and be like, you get to stay in the studio. Well, See, I've been in the studio with rappers. You're before, full of man. shit, though. That's what I was going to say. You, you're speaking from a context of you've been an audio engineer and you've been in studio sessions. Yes, you haven't I have. been to an NBA practice. I have been to an NBA practice. Now I'm saying your favorite player. Oh, no, I, no, I haven't. Like no. exclusive dog. Like I need with that. With the Rakim thing. Okay. Give so me you, that. Gotcha. So you think that the experience is something that you've seen before? Even though it would be fucking Rakim in the studio. This nigga said, I've had session with rappers like you've recorded for Drake, dude. Are you serious? (laughs) I get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That's the experience, nigga. Give me that Drake session, nigga. I'm in You only care. You only want to go there because Drake's popular. What's the difference between going to a Drake studio session and a Rakim? And there's no, there's not gonna be girls and parties there. Like this is just the it's the process. Yeah, that's what no here's the here. I'm I'm gonna keep it real. Here's the difference. The difference is that four and a half months from now, when that song comes out and it's a smash, I got a hell of a story to tell about how I was in the studio when this number one billboard 16 week in a row song was made, dude. Couldn't that's the difference. That song, dude. Like, like I don't know. I, Nobody's going to hear the Rakim song that we in the studio. <laughs> you for. are. Like, <laughs> you, it's an exclusive session for you. That's nobody going to hear it for. You <laughs> want a tape. Because nobody's going to stream it, nigga. That's why it's exclusive. <laughs> Give me the Rakim sessions, man. I'm taking it. All that shit's fired me. I like memorabilia. I still got my football card collection from back in the day. So I'm with that shit, especially if money wasn't an object. Let's go. Also, y'all let us know, man, are you paying 250 bands for the Biggie crown if money was no object or the Rakim studio session? <laughs> I already know the answer to Both. that. <laughs> no fucking Long way. With it. Uh, we have a new album to review, man. Big year from Griselda. Um, obviously, <laughs> we've had projects from Westside Gun earlier this year. Uh, we've had Conway projects earlier this year, but this one is the official tissue album. Conway from a king to a god. All right. What were your expectations going into the Conway album, knowing it was the real deal, Holyfield? Wasn't the mixtape, wasn't the EP. It was a full fledged project. I was expecting the album. I was ready for that. I just didn't know that it was about to come out. Like, I didn't realize, like, pulling up Spotify on Friday that this was out. Um, but I was excited to hear how an official tissue, not a mixtape, would sound from him. Like what he would try, how far he would go outside of the, the lyrical box. Like there's just the different opportunities from being the arguably most popular group in the game and 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 being able to take the solo efforts of what he's able to do and just bar niggas down like how was he gonna be able to mainstream that if he was gonna even try to mainstream that those are all the things that i wanted to know like how it would sound how much 
contribution he would have from Westside as far as because I feel like Westside makes the best album out of the three Griselda guys. Just just the overall touch of what this album would sound like. So I was pretty excited about it. What about you? Yeah, they've been talking about this. I've been seeing him pump this on social media and Westside Gun. He's a good salesman, so he's been pumping this as well, um, as well as the other joints from the group. Um, like uh, my guy, Baldy James, they, they was pumping his last project too, real heavy. And I was, ex- I, I had fairly high expectations just because the Lulu EP that came out earlier this year was Complete Flames. Um, the um, His album from last year, Look What I Became, was good as well. Of course, these are six, seven, eight track projects. And so I was curious to see what it was going to sound like that look what I became. He, he tried a couple things on. They rolled the dice on a couple of styles, a couple of different beat choices. It wasn't just the, the boom bap that we've been kind of gotten used to from Griselda. So I was interested to see his growth as an artist. When they were, when he was on T.I.'s podcast um, expeditiously, T.I. had mentioned being in the studio with Conway and hearing some of the shit that he had. And so that kind of came to mind, like, okay, maybe some of this is what I'm about to hear. Like, mm. let's see what he's talking about. And and my initial thoughts when I first listened, man, I thought, what, I, first of all, I was I was fucking with it out the gate um, from the from literally the the song with Freddie Gibbs that he put out the night before. I thought that was hard, and even the video that he put out with Method Man. And I'm not even a, a Method Man fan. I thought Method Man ripped it, and I thought that song was hard. So I said, okay, two for two. When I first listened to it, man, I was really feeling it. I'm talking about I was feeling it out the gate. Um, to me, it didn't let up on that first listen. Uh, I was feeling I was feeling everything from the production to the bars. He he hasn't lost a step on the bars. Matter of fact, he might have taken a step up with this particular project, in my opinion, on the on the bar level, because he he's saying some shit on here. Oh he, my god! Yeah, he is spitting his ass off on here. Ass nigga, right there, boy. And I was really feeling, I, I saw some of the risk that he took um, with, the, with a little bit on the production, sometimes on the flow a little bit. And I think they were calculated risk, though. I thought they worked on that first listen. When you first ran it, what, what did you think when you heard it? You could tell it wasn't a mixtape. You could tell that they had, this was the official album. You could tell the seriousness of the approach. Agreed. He didn't leave a lot of bars on the ground. Like uh, most of it, like everything, like every single bar on every song, like Conway is at your throat. And I appreciate that because it's not a lot of that nowadays. Nowadays, it's more so about the catchy tune songs or, or and if it is not about that, then the, ver- the, the lyrical stuff goes too far out there where you can't enjoy it. I think he does a good uh, job of mixing both of them, like mixing being able to listen to it, ride, groove to it, and still, like, boring you the fuck now. Um, there was a question for me who was the best out of Griselda before this project. If it was Benny or Conway, this definitely solidified that it is Conway. Mm. I, think he's, I, I think this put him a step in front of Benny until I hear that Benny album. That's what I was, uh, just, about, that was just about to say. I got to hit I need. Are now, Benny was talking big boy shit. I just listened to an uh, interview uh, with him on... Uh, I think it was No Jumper. Mm. Yeah, I think it was No Jumper was the last thing that I heard him on. It was a pretty good interview, man. And um, he talking big boy shit, though, so I'm expecting a lot from his album. But having Conway's album in hand, um, man, this shit is fire. Um, 
if we were going, if we hop to what stuck out to me, the I'm always surprised when I see a day's low feature <laughs> and I'm you never know. let down, ironically. No, she like, do a she, thing though. She be in her bag with the little melodic, like I'm surprised people don't use her more. Yeah. Uh, which is the reason why I say I'm surprised when I see a feature, not because she's not a talented artist, but just like people don't utilize her as much as I feel like they should. I would like to know but, where that how that came about too. Yeah. Um, he, he actually was talking about how he put some of this stuff together on a, a podcast that I was listening to. It wasn't no jumper, though. I have to get that back to you. But I can't think of what it was. But he was talking about how all of these, most of these features came about. Mm. Uh, but if we're talking about first takeaways, what I liked, that fear of God was man. Um, I also liked that... Um, seen everything that the Freddie Gibbs joint that you you talked about as fire Spurs three the whole co group collab with everybody on there and I think my favorite joint on here is the forever forever dropping tears with El Camino that beat fire I'm always here for the sample the slow down soul sample started from the bottom we was just trying to get to the top I love my niggas I tell them we all we got think about my son first dude I got cool with when we moved on the block this was back when the man had first got shot it's my motherfucking dog went to the same school used to dip out of class to link up in the hall sneaking to buy weed now we posted up at the Chinese store hoping somebody will Buy us a cigar, then we evolved to breaking in houses and stealing cars. This was when I started getting raw with the bars. Went from taking niggas' joys at the bus stop to packing 38s and jumping gates after we bust shots. A young wild adolescence, uh, packing the western country mic front of me some work. I'm a package of self sitting on the panel, steps writing. Recited for my nigga, he was hyping. Like, Brody, I promise you, you the nicest. Uh, all through the city, every neighborhood. Oh man, I feel like he did his thing on there. Uh, but those are the standouts to me, and those were my favorite tracks from what worked on there for me. What about you? Uh, what worked on here was the production. Um, the production mm. is super strong, and it's not the slow down loop sample, no drums, stripped down production that we kind of have gotten used to with Griselda. Which, because you, because to be honest, that's a very niche lane. Mm. That style you can't just anybody get in your car and then you play one of those like it, it doesn't work for everybody you can't really i'm not yeah, everybody that ain't for everybody yeah it's it's not for everybody and, and it's tough to get new fans well it, it, it depends on what your goal is let me take that back because i'm not saying and we've talked about this before i'm not saying you need to go get a mike will made it beat and get future on the hook to try to get on the radio like i'm not saying that but you also don't want only people in Buffalo listen to your shit. You want a, no, a large number of people if you want to be successful because those people will support you and buy merch and buy tickets and stream your album so then you can have a career. Um, so I think he took, he took the right steps with the production by not crossing over, but stepping out of that comfort zone of that style of beat. So I, I, was, I was glad to hear him do that. And I was also glad another highlight was some of the risks that he took. And he harmonizing on the joint with Freddie Gibbs. That's a risk. That's fire. That was yeah, fire. that's what I'm saying. And you, I could argue that it, it took me a second for my ears to warm up to him doing it, though. Because at first I was like, eh. But by the end of the song, it works. He probably should have let Freddie Gibbs do that. But again, 
he just kind of dipped his toe in it. He didn't do it the entire song. He just did it for the first two hooks. And uh, he, he switched his flow up a little bit on the song with um, Armani Caesar, the, the, the girl on uh, Griselda. Yeah, he switched I ain't like his that. flow up on there. And it was hurt. okay. It was okay. But again, I'm giving him props for trying shit. Like, I don't want a whole album of that. But you can dip your toe in that and see what work, and, and it's good enough for me. Um, joints that I rock, rock with was Doe and Damani. That is super banging. Uh, bust down on my bitch, I blew 40 on it. I'm the Don, cop the Don, threw 4G on it. Shots with me, and he got two 40s on him. Shooting like it's the game winner, Robert Ori on him. Dolo everywhere, wear every necklace. Draco on the seat, bitch, I'm well protected. They wonder where I'm getting money. I ain't selling records. I tell them I was simply playing chess instead of checkers. Blue hunters in a brown paper bag. Riding through the city in my new paper tag. I take a half and make it take a bath. I made a bag. Through Gettys on my wrist look like the bracelet glass. Half a break on the table, I know it ain't gonna last. So much fish scale, the shit looking like a plate of bags. I told the bro, wear your gloves and cover your face with masks. Not for COVID 19, shit, you got H the bag. Ever dropping tears is probably the, some of the realest shit I've heard um, on an album maybe this year. Um, that shit, he's just spitting ridiculous shit on there super relatable bars about this man that passed away um dj shay i believe was his name that recently happened which is why the skits are on here um so that was a dope kind of homage to his his partner and then lastly um the nothing less joint um the dj premiere beat mm. that shit is so hard like like that's a fire ass song, man. It was good hearing him on that DJ Premier beat. Um, so yeah, those, those are my highlights, man. Though everything I named was banging, though. I'm gonna keep it real. Um, it it was good to hear him on a debut like this with with so much music out already. It was good to hear like it still felt like a debut out. Mm. Like it's hard for to do that nowadays because you're so familiar with people and like you put an album out, you put music out so consistently. Yeah. Like you, when you talked about the DJ premiere song and then you the the bars about that he's dropping on forever dropping tears or even the risk that he's taking on the song with Freddie Gibbs, those are things that he waited for to the album. Exactly. Like it feel like for it, as good as as Conway raps, it still feel like he took it up a notch on this project, and that's yep. hard to do. And that's one of the things I want to commend him about. And another one of the standout things is like these niggas are fucking killing the merch game. Mm, like, have you seen this? He merch? got merch for this album. Oh my god, this shit is fire! Oh, send me the damn link, man. Oh man, hey, yeah, I didn't get what? that to you. I need to get it. I need a cop first, but then I'll send it. No, I get that <laughs> over to you after this show. That merch is stupid, man. Mm, they got the, I gotta the, have the, it. Oh my god, I got the shadows with the crown on there, but the only the crown gold and shit, shit killing. Nigga. I got that fire. Uh, but we're going to what didn't work. Um, not arguing against taking risks, but the Anza with Amani, that didn't work for me. Uh, mm. I didn't like that. Uh, Dustin Lloyd Banks off didn't work for me. I didn't like the juvenile <laughs> hair. I I, I, I was thinking, was that Lloyd Banks? Uh, I didn't I didn't really like that. Um, but that was it, though. Like, it wasn't a lot. Mm. Like, I just didn't like the Anza. That tempo just threw me off. And then uh, Freddie Gibbs, still dissing Jeezy. He used to be like, She's just fighting. <laughs> that at this line point. was funny though. 
It was cool, but like at that this point, what are you doing? Like, do you think Jeezy heard that? But no. let's keep not, but but let's keep it real. It was funny. When we saw Jeezy on Instagram in the supermarket when doing that little clip with the we said the same thing, like, oh uh, <laughs> like what is this? <laughs> we, that's, all, on, that's the only snow. reason why I'm letting them slide. Cause we said the same thing when we seen it. That's the only reason I'm letting him slide. But you're right. He's, he's poking. He's, he's it's getting years. old a little bit. Yeah, like, come on, bro. What didn't work for you? <laughs> Man, I, I'm nitpicking. Um, I think the album should have ended on uh, Forever Dropping Tears. I think that should have been the last song. That would have been the perfect ending because then they got uh, his man on their shade. They took a clip from an interview of him bigging up the label and specifically bigging up Conway. So mm-hmm. I know that was heavy on them. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that would have been a perfect way to end the album. And if I'm nitpicking a little more, I would have some a little bit better features on Juvenile Hell, like you said. Uh, they had Havoc on there. They had Lloyd Banks and whoever the hell Flea Lord is. Shout out to you, Flea Lord. I don't, I'm not familiar. Uh, if I would have swapped two or three of them out, for some other artists that I'm familiar with that, that could have been banging. Like that would have been perfect for um, I got stove God and mm. maybe Boldy right Boldy. there. Yeah. That, that probably would have worked a little better, but I'm nitpicking. Cause I still like that song though. So um, yeah, I, I don't have many low lights for this album, man. Straight to the point, 14 tracks right in that sweet spot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I'm loving this album, man. What are you giving it on a rating tip? I'm rating it four reels, man. This is mm. heavy. I, I I really like it a lot. Putting it right up there with that Nas King is Dead album uh, from a king King's to a disease. god. Excuse me, King's Disease uh, from a king to a god. This one I'm putting it at four reels easily. What are you putting it at? Man, Conway just dropped the best Griselda album this year. Um, I'm going four and a half. It's superb. Mm. This album, if if anybody is listening that has not heard Conway. You've heard us talk about him. You've heard us talk about Griselda. This, to me, is the most palatable one for a new fan. And so I would suggest you listen to this because this shit is fire. Like, yeah. it, like I was listening to this like, damn. You can start right here, absolutely. Man, I, I, was, I was listening like, but then, but then you might be turned off if you go listen to the other stuff, though. Like, in terms of because the tempos are slower and... You know what I'm saying? The beat I think this gives you an appropriate... I do think this gives you an appropriate feel for him. Right. I think this gives you the appropriate feel where you can kind of go back and digest some of the other stuff and, and make you a dope little playlist or something. This shit, man. I was listening to this like, and I'm running it back like, because I'm thinking this is better than the West Side Pray for Paris. And that was the best uh, Griselda album. And that was going to be in my top five this year mm. easily. This better than that. Like this shit. He he did his thing on here, man. I was thoroughly impressed. <laughs> and that Lulu bang and all, but this is this is on another level than that shit, bro. Like this this makes me more excited to hear Benny out. Oh my god, bringing it like on day albums like this because I thought Benny was the best rapper. In the, he in might still Zelda be though. until this Conway came out. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear what he does when he get there. He was talking. Big boy shit on that no jumper. They've all been talking West Side Gun been talking big boy That's shit true. and they've been backing it up. I gotta That's get true. to them. They ain't missed either. I can't wait to look for this merch though. You ain't talking about nothing. That merch fire. Oh um, boy. I can't I can't I can't wait, man. Now y'all let us know what y'all think of the Conway from a king to a god. Were you feeling it? Are we gassing it? Let us know what is your rating. Hit us up on Facebook. Um, search for the group rap chat. 
or hit us up on Instagram at On Deck TV Podcast. Let us know. Let us know what you think about the album, man. Um, we got some wins and some losses to hand out. We've got a W uh, to Drake, man. He was gifted an iced out OTF chain from Lil Durk, man, who's been on a roll lately. He uh, gifted him a chain for his role in um, Drake's new single, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Shout, Shout out, out to Dirk, man. Drake. Spending that three million from uh, Takashi real good. <laughs> you buy niggas chains and shit when you get a free three million. Shout <laughs> out to him, man. Hey, hey, real quick though, man. Takashi is. I know we had that. We had the discussion when he was locked up. Can what can he do when he get out? Mm-hmm. Man, he's he's barely treading above water right now. He had to do an interview with the Shade Room because nobody <laughs> else would interview. Who knew the shade room did interviews, nigga? When I was going to say the shade room do interviews? Damn. Bro, like, he treading. I'm talking about his album flopped. I think it did like 35,000. You know, when you claiming to have all these number one singles in these in these YouTube numbers, when your album do 35, niggas looking like, really? It's crazy. People, well, I won't say people say, but the game has evolved to a point where you would think you don't need traditional like marketing and media, but you still do. You still got to go do that Breakfast Club interview. You can't depend solely on IG and making like viral moments. Like you still got to go talk to people, get interviewed and talk about your project. Like you said, no one wants to talk to him for what he did. And that's what happens. Um, We have an L to pass out to Childish Gambino, man. His TV show Atlanta seasons three and four are delayed until late 2021. So if you're, um, had your fingers crossed that that Atlanta was going to come out this year, you're going to have to wait till this time next year, which is mm. some slow. Shout out to COVID. Why is it? Was it, oh, is it COVID? That's what they're blaming? Man, yeah. Tyler Perry been rolling out bullshit <laughs> shows all through the COVID, man. They'll take their ass over there and film over on his uh, life, man. Nigga, oh. relax. Talking about COVID, man. Tyler Perry ain't missed a beat, nigga. You seen all them bullshit shows he been dropping on BT? I have. Yes. Jesus Christ. I, I don't. I can't. I, I, like I Master P or TV. I, yeah, I can't. I can't. That's a great comparison, number God. one. Because the, the TV get? shows are super slow, <laughs> but so, and he be rolling them out. It'd be like a hundred episodes of a slow show, dude. Like what? I, I can't. Why is it still I, on I, TV. I can't I can't slander Tyler Perry because he's shaking it, but yes, the shows I'm skipping. I'm not knocking him for it. I get what he's doing, but like nigga, how is House of Pain still on TV? That's crazy. Yeah, they said the they said the it's new episode was during the pandemic too. It's super strict over at his studios with the whole COVID testing and stuff. So that's I would bet. He got people locked up writing them shows and producing them. Um, final L to, to, uh, rapper K S O O and his dad for being charged with the murder of a rival rapper. K S O O is 21 years old. Um, yes, you don't have to ask. They are both from Florida. I was going to say, you ain't got to tell me what he's yeah, this, from. That, that's the layup. That this is super trash. I don't understand. They were arrested yeah. for a drive-by shooting, man. What kind of shit is that? Him bro? and his pops rolled out on a rival rapper. That's yep. what happened. Yep, allegedly. How they catch him? Because uh, was it a diss song? Uh, it was a witness. A um, an undercover cop witnessed it. Off-duty cop, I mean. Excuse me. Not oh, undercover. I was say, wow. Yeah. <laughs> January fifteenth, man. That shit crazy, dog. The officer pursued and shit, and man, that shit wild, bro. Y'all look that story up. It's K S O O. That's how you spell his name, Kasu. 
Man, that's wild. Um, on Decker of the Week, shout out to my guy, Dame Diddy, a uh, friend of the show. He's got a new T-shirt line, New R.S. Bell. It's French for Black is Beautiful. Um, like shout out to him, man. You got to go to the website, check him out. Uh, I love what he's doing over there at the Report Card Podcast. Uh, make sure y'all check out his website for the tease, man. I love what people are doing during this pandemic. They finding ways to get to it. Um, Noir-Bell.com, N-O-I-R-E-B-E-L-L-E, man. Absolutely. Shout out Dane, man. I need I need that t-shirt, man. Get me over in a medium immediately. Medium. Super, super medium. Uh, What you got on to put me on, man? I want to put you on. I was mentioning a couple books on here. I don't go to Barnes and Noble every week and, and buy books, people. Uh, Audible has a cool streaming service. You pay like, I want to say it's eleven ninety nine or some shit like that a month. But you get one free book, and they've also expanded the service to where they offer you. It's like Netflix is some books that you can get without paying for you just click on it add it to your library and you can listen to it and remove it when you get through so check out audible they've upgraded the app the interface is fire you can get your book game on and it's easier for me to listen to it because it's like a podcast listen to a couple chapters and you're out of there Uh, but that's what i was listening to that book that i was speaking of last week called cast Uh, it's really great what you got to put me on um Number one, I need to get an audible because there's a Kevin Hart book that I really wanted to read. It's exclusive to that, and it's free uh, with the stream of that. Uh, okay, yeah, I need to check that out. It, it that was that seemed very interesting. Um, I'm gonna he put did, you it on. There, um, they they sorry to cut you off, but they approached him with a deal about it. Him and other people, uh, notarized other notable people have exclusive deals, and they're not necessarily books, but longer than podcasts. So it's some good shit on there. So. Definitely mm. worth the subscription price. I can respect it, man. Knowledge is power out here in these streets. Um, I'm gonna put you on two podcasts. I was um I was a guest on two podcasts. Shout out to my guy Chris Platty, strictly hip hop. Uh, we had a deep dive on that Big Sean Detroit Two album. Uh, y'all make sure y'all check that out. And the uh, Call of Duty Black Dads podcast, man. Shout out to L and my guy over there. Um, I'm not a dad. However, we was on there chopping it up about life in America as a black man coming from Nashville to Atlanta. So really good conversation. Uh, we got to sneak in some sneaker talk in there at the end as well. So shout out to Strictly Hip Hop, Chris Platty, COD, Black Dads, man. Y'all check those out. Your boy Animal Brown was kicking it with those people over the weekend. Oh, that's pretty dope. I got to check both of those out, man. Absolutely, man. Um, Anything else before we get out of here? That's it, man. We appreciate you guys joining us. Make sure you go subscribe to the Patreon page. Make sure you go to the YouTube, Realville, rate, subscribe, like. Um, yeah, that's it. New new reviews coming on Patreon very soon. New content coming from every show on the network on Patreon very yes. soon. Keep your ears gotcha. locked.